Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, intangible girls, mystical abilities, flying fish, awesome penguins, and invisible mysterious thieves. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 203, Intangible Girl Kicks Guy in Face. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Mong Review, some podcasts and main reviews about connectly enhanced narratives. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjour, and what's up? And I'm Jackie, saying hola, como estas, guten tag, how are you all? And we cannot forget konnichiwa. Konnichiwa! So how everyone's doing good, things have been crazy with all the different stuff going on, and especially due to the upcoming international release of a film which Fox has been hyping up for the last couple of months, and what am I talking about? X-Men Apocalypse! Yahoo! And I'm kind of sad that Taylor Swift is not going to be in it. Yeah, it took me a while to realize she was actually in it, like, at all. No, she's not in it. They were hinting she was going to be in it, but she's not. She was going to play Dazzler, but I guess they didn't think she was cool enough to play Dazzler. That's disappointing. Because Taylor Swift isn't that bad. She's not great, but she's not that bad. No, no, she, was, she wasn't she was that bad at all. But she's very different. She might have been a good Dazzler, but we'll have to wait and see how this movie goes. I'm excited, and I can't wait to do a review on it like we did with our Captain America Civil War podcast, which was quick and easy. But, uh, <laughs> micro review set for that one when it's done. And then, in well, before we forget, remember, you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spyarkin.com. You can email us at spyarkin at gmail.com. I'm at zantspyarkin.com. And I'm at lunaboton007 at gmail.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Vine, YouTube, and Stitcher. And we're going to be coming to a con near you. Because coming up in counting three weeks, we're going to be in Atlantic City spending all our money. Party up, uh-huh, yeah. Drinks we- in the house, uh-huh. Okay, maybe not. And Let's- we have not one, not two, not three, not four, but five panels at Anime Next. And it's going to be Timbo, myself, Jackie, and the infamous Matt. It should be an interesting and fun time, had by all. Woohoo! I mean, we have our horrible horror panel. We have the Insane Manga Challenge. We have Gambling in Manga. We have 20 manga recommendations for grown-ups, and we have a new panel called the Cool Openings for the Last Four Years that's going to pump you up. Pump up the jam. Either way, with that in mind, let's get to that thing we would talk about, which is the review of the episode, because we're actually talking about something which is kind of topical, which we talked about earlier. And we are talking about people with superpowers. Because if you remember from the last episode of the Spark and Mong review, we spun that one, that only, 
The Wheel of Manga, and it dictated unto us that we are reviewing a manga which is written by Hajime Sagawa, who also did Gai He, another series about someone with superpowers. And this came out February 27, 2010. Ooh, well, it's still coming out now. There's 12 volumes. It is a... And also there is an anime series, which is pretty faithful to the adaptation. They're the ones who actually added the whole trope of the main character having their hair change color. And this is was published in uh, Shonen Ace in Japan. And over here it's brought to us by our good friends at what company? Vertical Comics. Yep, Vertical released it. Ed Chavez worked, brought this over. And there's currently three volumes in the U.S., but there's 13 volumes currently out. Like we said, there's an anime series which came out last summer. And I think there's a season two coming out. And this is a action comedy sci-fi adventure, did you say? Action sci-fi. Yeah. I didn't really get too much of the comedy, but I guess you could call it that. Well, what is the title of this story? Tokyo ESP. Yes, this is a different manga because it's actually an action series. And vertical ink use for the more adult mature. This is a shonen series. So it's designed for boys. And our main character is actually a girl, which is unusual, but it's... Well, actually, is she the main character, or is the main character really the other protagonist? The boy. Hmm? Oh, what'd you say? The boy. Well, I was gonna say the penguin, but... Oh my god. Was it Peggy? Pe- yes, the Peggy. But we'll get to that in a minute. Uh... It's so Evangelion. Penguins are awesome, that's why. Also, they're... Ow. Fun fact, penguins are actually on two continents on the planet, not just one. Yeah. And the whole series is that a girl wakes up and her life is normal, except that she falls through her floor. Not at all similar to another series, which was on TV, about a girl who fell through the floor and got adopted by a a similar group of like-minded, super-powered individuals. Not at all like that. Even full forget. Yep. No, they no, and she doesn't become friends with someone who has the ability to instantly transport themselves from one location to the other. No, no, not at all. No, of course not. Why would someone do something like that? Because it's already been done. Yeah. Uh, let's stop being for a second. This is almost a blatant ripoff of X Men. He's admitted he was inspired by X Men and did it his own way. This is like X Men if it was in Japan. When, so so the whole premise is that the main character, Rinko Uroshiba, the night before this happened, she was out at night after school and she saw the weirdest thing in the sky possible. She saw a flying penguin chasing fish, both like silky white colored fish. But there's nothing wrong with seeing them. They're in the water, right? Yeah, no, they were flying around a building in the sky. And she sees these fish, and suddenly one of these fish comes up to her, and <laughs> yep, and suddenly she has a weird ability. And meanwhile, this kid shows himself and says, uh-oh, what's going on? I gotta take you, help you out. And he takes her to her apartment. And she's freaking out because she doesn't remember this till later, but she wakes up in her apartment, and she's immediately falling through the floor. And she doesn't know what to do, so she calls her dad, who is this big Yakuza-looking fellow, is like, Dad, help! I need help! Please help me! And her dad... Runs to save the day. Meanwhile, her father also got visited by one of these fishies. Fish of giving powers. Yes. Apparently, from what I gathered, he's like, everything is like attracted to him. Everything metal is attracted to him. Okay, it's everything metal. He's Magneto. We will dispense with the with the BS. Essentially, she is Shadowcat or Kitty Pride, and he is Magneto. Or, that's her father's name is... Rindo Urashiba. 
and he's an ex-cop. As she's panicking, freaking out, her dad tries to go rescue her, but a bunch of stuff is attracted to him, and she has to go save the day to save her dad from being crushed or being arrested from having ESP abilities. But the weird thing is, no one recognizes her when she shows up. Yeah, I was wondering how that was gonna, like, work. Well... she has to know who she is. Well, apparently what happens is that when her powers activate, her hair turns pure white. Okay, so, so the white hair was only when... She had powers. Well, allegedly. we I don't know if that's just in the anime or if it's in the manga too, but that's the case we're going to assume. Meanwhile, she's helped by this guy named Kotaro, who his ability is, like we said, he's a teleporter, like Nightcrawler. But the weird thing is that has a secret hero identity. The Black Crow or whatever? Yep, the Black Crow, and he wears a giant crow mask and a tuxedo. So imagine Tuxedo Common with a crow head. Pretty much. Good for you. So what happens is that because of this, he's wearing a tuxedo and a crow mask. People think he's actually a super thief. Yes. But that's actually not the case. There's another esperum because they all have extrasensory perceptive abilities. So instead of mutations, they're espers. And this other girl who's known as Kubushi or the Black Fist is stealing things because she could turn invisible and he's trying to stop her. Yeah, she's like, shoot, I forgot that. Wow, I'm like totally blanking on X-Men now. Actually, I don't know if there's one that turns invisible, honestly. I don't think there is. But the point is, her ability is she becomes invisible, and she's trying to be a super thief like Lupin the Third, like Man of Many Faces, where she announces her crimes beforehand. And she's a bad girl, and she wants to just steal things, and she is mad because Rinka foiled her crime by kicking her in the face. Oh, yeah, she got her good. Which apparently is Rinka's finishing move no matter what. She kicks you in the face. Yeah, she is, like, she doesn't look it, but she's pretty badass. But she had training. Yes, her father, the guy who has the magnetic powers, he was an ex, he was a cop, and he taught her how to defend herself because her mom, because she's apparently blonde naturally, her mom was a foreigner who has disappeared. Right. So, Common trope of mom not being in the picture? Check. Also, she is poor. She doesn't live with her dad. She lives on her own, but she is poor. And she, like, all her clothes are insanely cheap. Except for her shoes, which are 500 yen. That's still five bucks. Well, yeah, but that was the most expensive thing she had. I'm more shocked at the fact that her panties were free. That's kind of disturbing. Yeah, well, I'm not going to, I wouldn't turn down free panties. Hey, free free panties, but I will not turn down free. I just wouldn't want to have free panties or free underwear because that's kind of gross. Well, it never said they were used. They just said they were free. Well, we don't know. But so she's poor and she works her job and she doesn't want to have this cursed power. But she's a hero. And Kyotaro says you should be a hero because you are a hero. It's like, and I've known this for the last six months since we've known each other. And she's like, we just met like yesterday weird meanwhile it's now come to the point of where she's trying to discover what happened because they're trying to find the fish who gave people powers to get rid of the powers meanwhile kyotaro wants to be a superhero and have her as his helper friend right and that's where the story goes for the most part i mean we get introduced to the fish the flying penguin who's named peggy peggy and the other person is there's another group of criminals who show up and they were pyromancers well, as a pyromancer, and she kicked their butt by kicking them in the face. Pretty much what... Yep, and that's pretty much it. So, unlike other times, we've been gone very in-depth in the stories. This one is just very... 
This one's more straightforward. It's not just straightforward. It's been done. Oh. Well, yeah, I was going to say it's pretty easy because it's like I picked up on the first couple of pages and I was like, wow, this is kind of like X-Men. But I, I wasn't going to like let myself change how I felt about the story. Overall, I will keep reading. I want to see well, where the story goes. Well, we'll go to the rating in a minute. Well, the art style was okay. It's not shonen. It's very shoujo-y, which is weird because it's a shonen series, but it's very shoujo-y. It's very light. The characters are very pretty. Am I right? Yeah. It doesn't feel like a shonen I found the writing, the, the arts relaxed, and I could read it. I could understand it, get into it. Now, compare it to Death Note, would you say it was better or worse, the art style? Oh, the art style was worse. I mean, it wasn't bad, but I still enjoyed Death Note. Uh, the I say the art style was cleaner than Death Note, but it just kind of felt not as good. Right, right. Okay. And as the story itself, like we said, it's literally just a ripoff of X-Men. And he said it's a ripoff of X-Men. And while it's kind of cool to see people with Esper abilities, the fact that she's a high school student and he's a year older than her, it's kind of boring. Right. I mean, you have... For plot for plot, it's a character who gets a magical ability and they want to get rid of the magical ability, but they can't because they need to use the magical ability to save the day. And you have a guy who's helping her out who has a reason for helping her out, and he's in love with her, obviously. And then you have a rival who shows up. It's very beat for beat, not original. And I'm surprised, Vertical Inc. I mean, I guess because you picked this series, it was because it was an interesting topic, but it's very... Do you think they picked it with the surge in the whole X-Men? I don't think so. I think it's because this series is kind of popular, but honestly, I don't want to use this term because I swore I'd never use it, but this series is basic. I read the first volume, you read the first volume. Honestly, it doesn't have a hook. I mean, it's not like Death Note where you have this... You're compelled to read more or like One Punch Man or Hero Academia where you want to see where it goes because it leaves you on a cliffhanger. This one, each chapter has a beginning, a middle, and an end. It's literally, that's it. Which isn't a problem, but it's just it's like reading a comic book. Literally, it's like reading just everyone has a story. There's an overarching story, but it's each story. There's an adversary. They fight the adversary. The end. Right. I mean, I mean, am I right? Um, no, no, you, I mean, yes, you are right. You are right. But I still think it's pretty good. Okay, so we may disagree on the the rating, I think. Or manga. Now, for the favorite character, honestly, I like Kyotaro, because I think he's kind of cool, and I like the fact that he actually teleports his head into the coffee table. I also like Peggy. Um, Rinka, I don't know, she's very sundry, and she reminds me of... A mixture of Asuna from Nagima and uh, the main female character from Ikora. The one about the parts love, where the guy's in love with specific body parts and the main girl is super cheap. But the point is, she is so money conscientious and I understand why, but just, I don't know, it didn't fit. So overall, out of our rating system, I would have to give this... A gift from your crazy Aunt Muriel, okay, but forgettable. Because, personally, I'd rather read X-Men. And I'm sorry, because I love Vertical Ink. This is one of the first Vertical Inks I'm really... Well, second. There's another one which I didn't like that much. But this one's second Vertical Ink title to really be like, it's okay. Yeah, you know what? I can kind of agree with you. I mean, what yeah. do you... Out of our out of our ratings, what do you want to give it? I would say a gift from your aunt. 
get from but, Crazy Amir? You wouldn't go with a ball from a friend? No. I do want to cosplay that chick, though. The chick that the her bl- name is. Oh, the black Blackfist? Yeah. I do want to cosplay. Well, the anime I heard was really good, so maybe the anime is better than... But just execution for this one was not that good. I just... I don't know. You're allowed to have that. I mean, the thing is that we've talked about three superhero stories in the last two months, and this is the weakest of the three, and two of them have had people with magical or mystical abilities, and this one did it really lazily. Uh, yeah, I, I this one definitely was the more uh, lazadaisical one of the ones that have been dead. Well, you didn't read One Punch Man, but you read Hero Academia, and you remember how the quirks worked. It was everybody had a weird quirk, and they're all very unique powers. This is right. very by-the-numbers powers. Right. You know, I would want I want to see something different. I don't want to see a guy who looks like Wolverine who has Magneto's powers. Right, right. I mean, the opening scene of this manga is literally the same opening scene from X-Men Evolution. It's literally the same opening. So I just, it was lazy. It really was. And I've heard good things about Segawa's other manga, which was Guy Ray. I've heard Guy Ray's a lot better. Guy Ray's the same thing. It's about a guy who has, he can see spirits and he meets a girl who has superpowers and then he goes to stalk her. Well, not stalk her, but he, he joins her because he's into her. So, oh, so with that in mind, uh, well... I, I'm sorry we bashed this one. I really wanted to like this one, but, uh, you know, that's my, I, I just, I couldn't deal with it. I mean, you say you want to read more. Maybe it gets better. Let us, will you let us know if it gets better? Will I? Yeah, because you said you want to keep reading it, so do you want to see if it gets better further on? I guess. I mean, can't hurt, right? Yep, so you let us know if it's going to get better on. Also, Ooh. side note, you can disagree with me on the rating totally if you want. No, because the thing is, I want to keep reading it, but it's not one that I'm going to be like, you know, get to, right now there's three volumes, I finish volume three, and volume four comes out two weeks later, I probably won't get to it for another, like, six months. So it's not one that's like, when is the next volume coming out? Oh my god, it'll be, oh wait, this came out? Sweet, alright, I'll pick it up and read it. No, I know, I'm just saying, in general, you can dispute we've had times when like literally one of us gave a manga uh take it to a priest purify burn it and the other person was like no this is a ball from a friend <laughs> so you can dispute it well not really one who manga too much like i'm still getting into it so well you could just say on the story but it doesn't matter uh it doesn't matter we'll get to this so anyway so with that in mind uh remember you can check out any of our earlier episodes www.spyrecon.com you can email us at spyrecon at gmail.com we're at Facebook.com, iTunes, and all those other lovely websites. Uh, also, for JCOS uh, White Duck events, we just had our fourth karaoke event. Yeah, was it third? It would be, no, fourth, I think, because it'd be May 15th, so that's third. Or is that fourth? Is there another one coming up? Uh, 27th of May. Okay, 27th of May, we have an event coming up, which is going to be cool. And then, and then remember, you could definitely go to check out the Facebook page for White Duck Events. Also, look at our Great Gatsby event. Tickets are limited time only. Only like 100 tickets available. Yep, and it's in, if you're in the New York, New Jersey area, and you want to go to a nice event in September, check it out. Yep. So, should we get to that part they've all been waiting for? I suppose. So, let's get to that, that one. That only. The... the-
Yes, friends, a Wheel of Manga, exceptional subs. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a prize wheel with 10 slots on it. What we're going to do is we're going to spin that Wheel of Manga. When we're nowhere in land, unless we're reviewing the next episode of the Sparkin Manga Review. And so, what some of the th- stories we have on the list. We have Servant Service, My Love Story, Yamushi Paddle, I Am a Hero, Garden of Words, Servamp, Princess Jellyfish, Yatsuba, Hunter x Hunter, Jojo, and is that our the Arpeggio? Yes, Arpeggio, Whatever. Blue Steel. And I know which one you want. You want to read the one about the vampires. Sir Vamp? I don't know why. You, well, did you read that actually, by the way? A little bit of it, and it was adorable, so. Oh, well. Maybe, well, if we spin it, maybe, if, well, or 205, you're going to be on your own, so maybe you review that if we don't. So let's spin it and see what we're going to review. So in the next episode, we are going to be reviewing number three. I'm a hero. Yay! So we get to read about a guy who's insane during the, the zombie apocalypse. Woohoo! Oh, this is a terrible and horrible Dark Horse. Well, actually, it's, we, we do talk about it in the post, so this should be fun. Oh, no. Okay, so I guess that's it for this episode. Uh, sorry I wasn't happy. We'll make, we have happier stuff coming out soon. No worries. Also, in June, we're going to be doing our next theme month for the movie review, so be excited for that. Woohoo! We're going to be doing the theme month of... Ultra-violence, ultra-action, and ultra-animation straight from Japan. All the lovely first stuff that was released back in the day when anime first came out. So all old-school anime series like Lilycat, They Were Eleven, Vampire Hunter D, the original Robot Carnival, Lensman, Barefoot Ken, Jinro, and all these other awesome, terrible movies. This is going to be fun. Jinro is awesome. Also, Ninja Assassin or Ninja Scroll will be on there just to horrify people because we need Yoshiaki Kawajiri in our lot. Also, uh, Megazone 2, 3, and a few others. So, that's it. Um, but, so, we'll see you guys later. Adios, amigo. We're gone. We'll catch you next time.